I've been feeding one of my cats this stinky canned food recently, but the dog keeps getting it. When he hears the can open, he knows it's feeding time. Seems like he's learning a pattern. He's just a dumb animal reacting. So, I started walking through the laundry room, turning on the exhaust fan, and then going into the garage just so the dog won't hear me. Images of Pavlov are popping up. Not sure if that explains my dog almost ripping the bathroom barn door off its running gear after I turned on the fart fan last night, but... I was hollering like a bear full of cocaine was coming after me. Dang. Dang indeed. I forgot to hit record a little while ago. I'll get someone to edit that later. Don't want my fans thinking less of me. Let's give it another try. Welcome back y'all. It's your boy Brett with the second episode of my Brettvolution. We're going right into another exhilarating round of my famous word association game. As always, my trusty sidekick Trevor is tagging along. Country. Oh. Wasn't expecting that so quickly. Uh, foreign. Weird. Odd. Even. Fur. Now that you bring up fairness and jerks getting what they deserve, it's a good time to give you some more of my winning background. I started out on top. My dad basically begged me to take over his baked goods business. Good industry. People like cake. My friends kept poking fun at me for running a cake shop. Baked goods business sounds better for me. Appreciate the feedback. Labeling seems important here. Whatever you say. Anyways, I just finished getting my fancy degree and I was ready to make my mark on the world. After running a successful baked goods business for 39 years and some change, my dad said he was taking time to travel. He said he had enough money, like anyone can have enough, and wanted to move on to the next chapter in his life. 39 years. That's impressive. Glad he could relax. If by relax you mean taking the easy way out and being lazy, then maybe you're right as can be. Hmm. So I took the reins from my dad and was determined to prove to everyone that I was a real deal. I had my trusty, the last business playbook you'll ever need, 1993 edition, so I got to cracking. Rawhide. Uh, the first focus was trimming the fat. Living in a world of spreadsheets, I could find tons of inefficiencies that people couldn't see with their own eyes, so I went for the low-hanging fruit. Next, we did some quick-fire workforce reduction exercises. This started upsetting some negative Nancys closer to my inner circle, so the next step was to remove those roadblocks and talk about seeing some savings. The language of the pool. Huh? Making a big splash. More like a tsunami. I'm a force of nature. That's actually a great label. Sure. So then I started getting involved in procurement since they were being so wasteful. The ingredients they were using cost me a pretty penny. So I got someone to slash my cost. The next obvious step was to go up on our prices. Customers were hooked on my products. Kind of like your dog and that gross cat food. So right away, I was on pace to see higher profit margins than this company had seen in its first 39 years. Squeezing the juice. Down to the mangled pulp. Seems to be the big business way. After that, we started to centralize storefronts to reduce on real estate expenses on the retail side. Of course, I made my office fancy with a bunch of high-end barn doors. Started bringing in a lot of great sales folk to lock in bigger accounts. Their projections were through the roof. They were loving all the weekly spiffs, too. We had a truckload of TVs delivered each week. Sounds grandiose. Only the best when I'm involved. So I was just about to take our rep from the largest school district in the state as my guest of honor to an exclusive award ceremony at a private beach resort that my friends own. 
when he got caught in a bribery scheme, right away I made it clear that I won't operate with crooks that show up in the news. You gotta get the right image into people's heads. Spending time with a winner like me might finally be opening up your eyes to the real world. Glad to keep you going. That's super awesome of you, Trevor. So, things are going great. And then some losers tried to overstep their boundaries and harass me by slandering my successful business because I refused to provide their dream wedding bake good item. Bet that spark lit a fire. I didn't want to deal with all the hassle, so I filed the good kind of bankruptcy and made sure to let my friends know that we shut our doors because of some bullies. It sounds like one wild journey if you stop to think of it. And that's the story of how my dad and I ran one of the most amazing baked goods businesses for nearly four decades. There seems to be a trend that's starting to emerge. That's right. I'm a real winner. In the fairness? Silly goose. I was getting to that. Some of my friends were able to uncover some legal issues. You know, after I gave them a strong scent to follow, the new owners were holding a ticking time bomb. New owners? Oh, the guys that ran me out of, uh, patience and bought my successful baked goods business? They were even willing to offer me more than they had offered my dad. That's some new key information. They were longtime customers of my dad's, but I could tell he wanted his business to stay in good hands. Those guys knew it was a well-oiled machine, and only an absolute disaster could derail it. So that's why I inserted myself to keep it from happening. Some people's kids. What'd you do after that? I reached out to some friends at a big bank, and they hooked me up with a sweet gig in account acquisition. I blew the roof off of some KPIs. Sounds like the start of another great story. There are a lot of legal documents that uh, keep me from talking about it. Of course, big money making machines don't want their secrets leaked out. Can't all be winners. Great message to leave off with. And since I need to have the last word, tune in for the next step of my journey to hear about some people I admire. Later, y'all.